glad I, I, have, I, I get to preach next week. So, as uh, words of wisdom one time that I heard, uh, I'm not going to give you the whole bale this morning. I'm giving you a slice of the bale. Uh, Pastor David, two weeks ago, started us on a journey through the book of Galatians. And he, his statement was, I am free. Amen? I don't know if you remember last week, whether you were here or watched online, he kind of demonstrated two different positions that we're in. Old nature, kingdom of darkness. And when he translates us, as in, he talks about in Colossians, he translates us, we actually become, on the, in that movement through the air, we become a new creation. Amen? We're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And now, this is our new position. We receive our life from the Spirit. In, near the end of the book of Galatians, and I, I'm going to step on someone's toes because somebody else is going to be preaching about this. It says, if you live in the Spirit, then walk in the Spirit. And I've always kind of wondered, what does that kind of mean? And as I've been studying the, the book of Galatians, and it literally means when you are translated, you received your life, new life in the Spirit. So now your life source is the Spirit. So now you live in the Spirit. So then Paul says, then walk in him. If you receive your life by way of the Spirit, then let your life show it. If this is now, you are now a new creation made, a, made new by the Holy Spirit, and now your life source through faith is the heavenly realm, God, Holy Spirit. The walking means your life should demonstrate that change. Your life should demonstrate the change that happened from here to over here. Now, I just took someone's sermon. In three minutes, I preached somebody else's sermon. But I want to expand on that from Galatians chapter 2. Uh, my, my notes, and, I, and uh, I'm really glad I have next week. But here, Galatians 2, and I wrote, I wrote, the showdown. You got to imagine Paul and Peter. That's like Oral Roberts and uh, Billy Graham. Like the two big guys. These were the two Big guys, Peter and Paul, they're in the same room. And, and Peter has come down to, gone up to Antioch, if you look on the map, that's north, from Jerusalem to Antioch. And he's, he's now with, with, with Paul, and they're sitting around with the Gentiles. And I'm going to take so much time on my illustration, but you've got to love it. You've got you to gotta understand what's happening here. This book... Galatians is this showdown. Peter is sitting there with the Gentiles enjoying a meal that he shouldn't be if he was in Jerusalem. 
eating some really good meat, enjoying himself. And all of a sudden, a delegation walks in from Jerusalem, sent by James. And this delegation comes walking in, and, and they're, they're from Jerusalem. They're Jews, saved by grace, but they come walking in. And Paul, uh, Peter looks up. Oh, they're going to report me. So what does he do? He moves from his table with the Gentiles, and he moves over to the table with the Jews. And he's, he, he starts associating with the Jews. And Paul, you have to read, you have to read it. I, I'm, I'm just, Paul gets up and says, what are you doing, Peter? And now I'm going to read what he said. Because I haven't memorized it yet. Galatians chapter 2. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him. <laughs> I withstood him to his face. I got in his face. Can you imagine Oral Roberts in the face of Billy Graham? Whew. All the people who were Grahamites were going like, whoa. What is going on here? This is a throwdown. This is like the octagon, two fighters. These, this was a big deal. This was huge. This is like huge, huge. That's just, uh. I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. Whoa. <laughs> For before that certain um, Cora, I don't know if you got the Bible up there on the, on the computer. We're in Galatians chapter 2, and I'm on verse 12 right now. For before that certain came from James, Peter did not eat with the Gentiles. So when the, these guys came from Jerusalem, he wouldn't. But when they, they came, he withdrew himself. So before they came, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when this delegation came, he withdrew and separated himself fearing them which were of the circumcision. And the other Jews disassembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also, listen to his words, was carried away with their dissimulation. This is King James. I love King James. But when I saw, this is Paul, that they walked out, walk not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. I said unto Peter before them all. Okay. So now you have the big guns. Uh, like, I, I, I hope I'm bringing this across. This were the two top guys. This is like, well, I won't use that word. This is like, yeah, number one, number two. Okay. And then I'm going to read what Paul said. And so remember when I'm, when, because sometimes we, we take a scripture verse and when, like, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, not, yet not I, but Christ that lives in me. We forget that this was part of a conversation. He's actually recording. He's not, he's not writing to the Galatians this, this he's, he's recording his conversation with Peter. Okay? He's not writing to a bunch of rebels in Galatia about, hey, listen, you've been crucified with Christ. No, no, he's telling this to Peter. 
the disciple that walked with Jesus. This is what he's saying to Peter. If thou, being a Jew, livest among the manner of the Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as, as do the Jews? Now, okay, so this, this is the New American Standard, which is a great, a great, uh, a really good translation. So as you read, maybe some words might be a little different, but it's a great translation. I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> Come on, lay <lighten> that. <laughs> one of these times, I'm going to give you one of my Danielisms again. I get my, one of my translations. Okay, sorry. We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles know that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus. So now he's talking we as for Peter, you and I. We were Jews. But we still left Judaism and we put our faith in Jesus Christ. So now our salvation is not by our works, not by how good we lived, but by how good Jesus is. Amen? Amen? That we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. So here, here, here you're saying, okay, we, we grew up in Judaism. We met Jesus Christ. And while we're in that initial conversation with Jesus Christ, we realize that our only salvation is being justified by him. So we seek to be justified by Jesus Christ. Paul is saying, when we did that, when we sought to be justified by faith, we openly confessed that we were sinners like the Gentiles. He put himself in the same boat as the Gentiles. Like, whoa. That, 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 now that's huge. That's huge. He literally took himself and said, while seeking justified, to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are, are found sinners. says and then he says is there is therefore yeah is christ therefore a minute that's on the same level um um where, where paul in romans it says you know um if if we're saved by grace so should we just keep sinning then this this is huge huge <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just a picture in my head. Okay. I, okay. Have you ever seen Donald Trump? Just so that's what he uses the word ooge, ooge, ooge. So this is a ooge issue, ooge issue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to make it light sometimes. Uh, so what? What? What are you saying? Okay. We've moved. It's the same, the same principle. We've moved, Christ has moved us over here 
not based on our works. We were sinners, saved by grace. We were sinners. That was our nature. He's moved us here, and we are now, we are now saints by nature. And so what he's saying, is Christ now a minister of sin? Because we, we just changed our, we just confessed that we were sinners. Does, does he not allow sinning? No. God forbid. Certainly not. Christ is not a minister of sin. This is not, so it's that same argument about grace. This is not a license to sin. And I want to, we're going to go a little deeper. A little deeper. You know, if I had to explain every verse like the commentaries do, wow, we'd be here for a long time. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> but if, that was my wife. Did you hear her? I don't know. See, see, when you're, when you've developed a relationship with the Holy Spirit, okay, you hear little things the Holy Spirit says as a warning. So what, 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 I don't know if you ever, any of you caught it. My wife said, <clears throat> She was not clearing her throat. (laughs) She's saying, get the move on. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my. I hope everybody online, uh, I'm doing this for you. I'm speeding up. My wife is doing this for you. Yes, I see that. And Pastor David told me I preach too long. And so I'm just doing this to bug him. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wasting my time, because I'm, yeah, okay, everybody look at the back window, see Pastor David, so now, he told me before the message, if you get carried away, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, land the plane, land the plane, We ourselves, okay, so is, God, is Christ the minister of sin? No. He said, for if I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. If I go back to the system that I grew up in, if I go back, if I go back, if I dilute the gospel, if I mix the gospel, if I water it down and go back, I'm literally going back. I make myself a transgressor. Why? Because I'm not, I'm not living according to my nature. My nature is now a saint resident in the kingdom of heaven, seated with Jesus Christ. Ephesians, I'm going to read that right now. Ephesians 2, and it's verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he has quickened us together with Christ. The, the word together is two words, and one aspect of the word is S-Y-N. It really, it means a synergy. It's the, the, the scientific um, word synthesis means two components being two elements coming together, combining into one. 
Set your mind on that. Set your mind on that. Two different compounds come together. That's us and Christ. We are literally joined together. Now, I cannot explain that logically. And that is why Colossians chapter 3, which I read earlier, set your mind. You know, we fill our days. Now I'm going to go off track. We fill our days so much with stuff, stuff, our mind, stuff, stuff. We get home and we have to unpack all that stuff and we go to bed once we've unpacked everything, and we haven't set our mind towards Christ. To set your mind is to sit down and literally in your mind. Set your mind. King James says, set your affections. Literally, your imagination. If you go into the Greek word, it means your imagination. Meditate. Think about this. But we have filled our minds with so much other stuff that we never literally sit down and think about who we are and where we are. And we need to take the time to literally picture in your mind, I am seated with Christ. And let his different words about you. Therefore, I am a saint. That means my nature is to walk in the spirit. My nature is now to act like the new creation that I have been made into. My new nature is that literally as I am walking down the street, I am joined together with Christ and he is walking with me. That should affect your thinking. That should affect your actions. That should affect your attitudes. And yes, as Pastor David said, sometimes we act this way. The old nature. But that is not your true nature anymore. I'm going to wrap this up in five minutes. Five minutes. For I threw the law. I, I, I really want to get to this prayer. I threw the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. I couldn't figure that one out. I like to figure things out. I just, it's not like, oh, I, that's an awesome verse. Wow. And then move on. It's like, what does that mean? So I'm going to explain what it means. I threw the law. James says, if you, if you transgress one thing, you've transgressed the whole law. And what is the penalty for sin? Death. So, I am constantly in my old nature being condemned to death. Constantly. Because that is my nature to sin. So, I am constantly being condemned by the law to death. You deserve death. You deserve death. Why? Because that 
is the nature of the law. It's to condemn you to death. And so you feel condemned and guilty all the time. I deserve death. I deserve death. Jesus Christ became sin for me. And he died. And it literally, the word of God says, well, actually the next verse. For I am, so this is Paul saying this to Peter. I, through the law, died to the law. So now he says to Peter, he explains, for I am crucified with, S-Y-N, together with Christ. So the penalty I deserved, I actually received. But Jesus substituted it. He was my substitution. So I literally, the death that I deserved, I got. And my old nature was crucified. I wish I had time to read. Maybe I'll do, read it next week. Paul says, when a, a wife at that time, okay, <laughs> this is old, old uh, society, old society here. The wife couldn't leave the husband because she was bound by the law. But if the husband died, she's free from the law. So when you, when you died through Christ, you were free from the law. I, through the law, was condemned to death. Jesus died as my substitute, but I really, my old nature really actually did die. And so now I'm free from the law, and I'm free now to live unto Christ. Wow. So, for I am crucified with Christ. Old nature, crucified with Christ. No longer by nature a sinner. Nevertheless, I live. New creation, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. You have been joined together with Christ. Now you live in union as one with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but it's Christ living. If you're about to blow a fuse one day, just saying, is this what Christ, is that what you want me to do? How many of, you, how many of us actually take the time to converse with Jesus Christ. Is this what you would do, Jesus? I mean, it stopped me from some things. It, stopped, it should stop us from some things. My mouth is getting gummy. So my tongue is sticking to my tongue. My tongue. No, I can't tongue. Tonight. <laughs> my wife is shaking her head at me. But I love it. I love it. I, the, the, the life that I now live in this fleshly body, I live by faith. King James says, faith of the Son of God. See, it's not what I could do. It's not how hard I can believe. It's not how awesome my faith is. It's how awesome Jesus Christ is. It's how awesome he was in his faithfulness to complete to be the author, the finisher of my faith. It's his awesomeness, his faith that literally now carries me. And now somebody rejects me and I feel hurt and rejected and bitter. Oh, Jesus, 
Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you that you accept me no matter what I say, no matter what I, you accept me. That I can always come to you for forgiveness, for acceptance. And my worth is found in you. See how it totally changes the way we should act and think and attitude. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense? Because... So this morning, we're going to go de- a little deeper. But I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Take some time. Because here, seek first the kingdom of God. It says the Gentiles, they seek after treasure, after status, after wealth after materials. That's what they pursue. And they fill their mind. They fill their heart. And they pursue it. And they strive for it. And it leaves no room. If that's what we get caught up in, it leaves no room for seeking the kingdom of God. And so Paul in Colossians says, set your mind on the things above. So this week, I want to encourage you whether it's morning, and I encourage you both, morning, evening, take a few minutes to literally just sit there and say, thank you, Lord Jesus, that I have been joined together with you, that I am one with you, and that you are living life through me. And help me, let's pray this, actually. Let's pray this. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have been joined together with you, that we live a life of union together with you. And Lord, help us this week as we walk this life. Help us to walk in our our hearts, in our minds, in union, in lockstep with you. Help me to consult you Help me to commune with you. Help me to be sensitive to the prodding of your spirit. Let my my character, let my attitudes, let my actions be in line with who I truly am. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. God bless you to everybody online. And we'll see you next week. God bless you. Have an awesome afternoon.